Okay, my citizen legislators, we're going to talk about a subject that is top of mind. How do you solve a problem like Senator Dianne Feinstein, Democrat from California? Yeah. She has shingles. That's why she's out. I can't make this up. So, <laughs> um, I don't want to laugh, but this is just fucking... <laughs> This is hysterical, okay? Yeah, because I told you, yeah, she's out because she has shingles, I believe. Allegedly. I need to double check that, but I think that's the case. Um, Yeah, so... <laughs> she's been out for a bit. And the Senate Democrats wanted to replace her on the Senate Judiciary Committee. Senate Republicans blocked it. They did. They blocked it. They were like, hell no. Um, so uh, about a week ago, Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer said publicly that the Republicans should let another Democratic senator temporarily fill Senator Dianne Feinstein's Senate Judiciary seat. And... Well, he needed to go back and talk to the Democratic caucus to, to see who they were going to select. And apparently, Schumer spoke with Einstein and, you know, she said that she was hopeful that that would happen, you know, and... You know, Schumer kept saying to reporters he thinks that the Republicans should allow that temporary replacement to happen until she returns. Well, guess what? Senator Cornyn, John Cornyn, Republican from Texas, who sits on the Judiciary Committee, this is what he said. This is from a roll call article from um, April 17th. And I quote, we are not going to help Democrats confirm the controversial nominees that are being held up, end quote. He basically said he did not expect the 10 Republicans to vote for cloture on replacing Feinstein on the um, Judiciary Committee. And yeah. And then they, a reporter also asked whether or not if Republicans would agree to assign replacement for Feinstein if she were to resign early. You know what he said? We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Mm-hmm. We look forward to seeing her back. Now, Senator Marsha Blackburn, Republican from Tennessee and conspiracy theorist, she tweeted um, a week ago Monday that agreeing to replace Feinstein meant going along with a plan to, quote unquote, pack the court with activist judges. She said we're unqualified. Oh, my God. Kiss my black ass. <sighs> Tom Cotton, the dick he's is. Republican from Arkansas said the, basically said the same thing. Now, here's the thing. The longer that Fe Feinstein has been absent from the Senate chamber since before she was hospitalized, with a case of shingles in early March. 
In a statement two weeks ago, she indicated that the medical professionals were advising her against traveling back east from her home in San Francisco. Oh, my God. So she goes on to say, and I quote, when I was first diagnosed with shingles, damn, that sounds like a commercial. I'm sorry. My citizen legislators, I'm sorry. I am so sorry, but you can't make this up. Okay, okay, I'm going to try to sound, not sound like a shingles commercial, but I can't help it. She's like, I expect to return by the end of March work period. That's what she said. That was a statement that, you know, then she said, unfortunately, my return to Washington has been delayed due to continued complications related to my diagnosis. Um, then on um, this week, ABC's This Week, Senator Amy Klobuchar, Democrat from Minnesota, who sits on the Judiciary Committee, basically said that a further extended absence could be problematic beyond the Judiciary panel. That's what I'm getting at. It has become problematic. It has. And, you know, the Minnesota Democrat said, she also said it's going to become an issue as the months go by. But I'm asking her at her word that she's going to return. Now, from what I gather and from those shingle commercials, <laughs> shingles are very painful. I'm not making light of what she has. I'm not, but okay. I just got a schoolgirl moment. I'm sorry. I apologize to my citizen legislators, but like, let's get real here. She's old. She's old and she needs to retire. She's been a great public servant until she wasn't. And now she's not. But also, okay, Feinstein sits on the, the Senate Appropriations Committee too. And it's chaired by um, Senate Democrat Patty Murray from the state of Washington. Now, Susan Collins is the ranking Republican. And they say they want to move on fiscal year 2024 spending bills. Um, but Feinstein's not there. And also, she sits on the Intelligence um, uh, Committee and the Rules and Administration Panels. And also, Feinstein chairs the Energy and Water Development appropriation subcommittee. So, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I just, it's just, they got to figure out something. So apparently a resolution seeking to fill the Feinstein seat on the judiciary panel could also be subject to amendment, which, oh God, um, to strike the name of the Senator Schumer would like to see as a replacement and choose someone else. Uh, that could mean Schumer. No, it it does mean that Schumer would need Kirsten Cinema. Yeah, the Arizona Independent, who still gets committee assignments through the Democrats. Go figure. Um, we don't know whether or not she's on board with naming a placeholder senator. Now there is precedent with regards to this. Now, this is from the roll call article. So past requests blocked, but this is a precedent. So there is a precedent for blocking a senator from being allowed to resign. Riddick's Senate procedure cites a 1946 case in which a request from Senator Wayne Morris, Democrat from Oregon, to resign from a committee that was 
quote unquote, left in abeyance after the request to resign by unanimous consent faced an objection. There are earlier cases when such requests were declined by the Senate, including in March of 1891, Senator John Taylor Morgan, an Alabama Democrat who had been a Confederate general and a Ku Klux Klan leader, Lord have mercy, sought to resign from the Foreign Relations Committee. After a brief debate, Senator John Spooner, Republican from Wisconsin said, and I quote, I believe it is the unanimous judgment of the Senate without regard to party that the withdrawal of the Senator from service upon that committee would be a serious public loss. His service there has been broad-minded, fearless, able, lofty, and patriotic, even though he was with the Confederacy and he was Ku Klux Klan leader. Okay, right, all right. The Senate in 1891 decided by a voice vote to decline Morgan's effort to leave the committee. Even a Feinstein resignation from the Senate itself would not necessarily resolve the committee assignment issue. Since the measure to seat a successor appointed by a Democratic governor, Gavin Newsom, would also be debatable. Okay. Look, <clears throat> the longer she's out, the worse that it's going to become for the Democrats. I don't know if y'all y'all heard um, because she was out. Certain a certain bill passed on emission standards for medium and heavy duty trucks. Yeah, like I said, the longer that she stays out, the worse it's gonna it's gonna become. I mean, she she sits on appropriations. She sits on the Intelligence Committee. She sits on the Judiciary Committee. We need to keep passing. We need to keep getting out these judicial nominations. We need to get them out. But, you know, she, oh, I, I'm going to return. I'm going to return. I'm going to return. I'm like, okay, well, when? When is this? You've been gone since March. We're now going into April. I'm sorry, we're going into May. Like, like Senator Klobuchar said, the longer that she stays out, the more programmatic it's going to be. It, it just is. Let's just let's just call a spade a spade. But I want to talk about what happened when she when um there's an article from the Business Insider. Diane Feinstein's ongoing absence allowed Senate Republicans and Joe Manchin to overturn a Biden rule reducing pollution from large trucks. Okay? Okay? Senate Republicans and Senator Joe Manchin voted to roll back an EPA regulation on truck pollution. The legislation which Biden has vowed to veto passed 50-49. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, because remember, in the Senate, it's a 51-49 split. 
every vote matters. All I got to tell you is, I mean, look, why the longer that she stays out, this, this more this shit's going to be happening. There, I mean, but like I said earlier, her resigning is not going to resolve the issue because there has to be a special election. Um, and, she, and also she's in cycle. Um, I believe. So it's not going to, it's, it's, it's not going to, I mean, there's still going to be a problem, but the thing is, so look, in a 50 to 49 vote, the Senate passed a joint resolution overturning the Biden administration's Environmental Protection Agency rule that implemented stricter limits on smog creating emissions from heavy and medium duty trucks. Now, I am very much familiar with this because I used to work for an original equipment manufacturer in the state of Illinois that manufactured medium and heavy duty trucks. Now, the rule, which would require big trucks to abide by the new regulation beginning with model year 2027. See, it wasn't even going to start in model year 2024. So they did have some lead time. But anyway, it is designed to limit emissions of nitrous oxide and other pollutants, which are linked to asthma and other respiratory diseases. The EPA estimates that by 2045, it would reduce cases of childhood asthma by 18,000 annually and cut deaths by, get this, 2,900 each year. And this is what Roll Call reported. But look, <clears throat> you got folks within the California delegation who tweeted, Representative Roe Kahana tweeted, because Senator Feinstein was absent, the Senate overturned a Biden rule that would cut production from pollution from heavy duty trucks and cause harms to people's lungs. We are putting decorum over democracy and our values. It's time for Dianne Feinstein to step down, to step down gracefully. Look, Representative Kohana is a small contingent but outspoken Democratic lawmakers calling for Senator Feinstein to resign her post ahead of her planned retirement in 2024. See, she already said she was going to retire, but not until next year. Yeah, I can't make this up. She's 89 years old. She's been in the Senate for probably four or five terms. Um, another thing that people have been questioning is her, her, her mental state in past recent years. And like I said, she's been on leave for more than two months after being hospitalized with shingles. She's missed dozens of votes. Because of her post on the Senate Judiciary Committee, her absence has stalled President Joe Biden's judicial confirmations. Remember, remember, one single federal court judge on the bench can wreak havoc like the one in Texas when he stopped the usage of Plan B. But the Supreme Court has said they're going to pause that. But for how long? These judicial posts are for a lifetime. A lifetime. Your vote matters. Your vote matters. We need Diane Feinstein back. Now, 
if this goes on for like six months, I'm sorry. It's time to call come to Jesus meeting with Governor um, Newsom and her. Yeah, she announced she was going to retire next year. Well, you better you better just take it back and go. Oh, I'm gonna I'm, not, I'm gonna I'm gonna retire effective immediately. Or better yet, why don't you retire? Just just do it. Just do it. Because this is ludicrous. This stuff is going to continue to happen. Joe Manchin is only after, is only for and about Joe Manchin. Wake up. And they got to rely on him and Kristen Cinema, who's an independent, and she declared herself an independent after who won the runoff in Georgia? The Reverend Raphael Warnock. She's your own worst enemy. And you know what? And she's up this cycle. And I'm here for, I'm here for um, Ruben Gaels to kick her ass. She needs to go. She thinks that she's a maverick like John McCain. No, she's not. She's an insignificant piece of lint. That's what she is. But look, this stuff is going to go on. As long as she's out, they can't, they're at a standstill with judicial nominations. And she needs, she needs to do, do the right thing. She needs to do the right thing. She needs to suck it up. You need to suck it up, buttercup. I don't mean no disrespect, Senator Feinstein, but our democracy is at stake. And you need to understand it. You do. I think, I think there have been times that you have been out of touch especially when it came to when it comes to global climate change and the young people coming to your office to speak to you and you just read them the riot act you should be ashamed of yourself you really should you need to come back to the senate do your job that we pay you for your doctor they need to come up with something get you a whoopee cushion i don't care whatever there are direct flights to go from san francisco to dca Get your ass on it. I mean, this is too important. I mean, I'm sorry that you're in pain because of shingles. I really am. I'm, I, 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 I am truly sorry. And knock on wood, I hope I never get damn shingles. But all I'm telling you is this. You need to do the job that you are getting paid for. And your constituents are losing out because of you. You need to figure it out. And... Senator Schumer, you need to figure it out. You need to talk to her. You need to counsel her. You need to do whatever to get her back here. Because the, like, like Senator Klobuchar said, the longer that this goes on, it's going to become, it's going to snowball. Right now, it's, 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 it's inconvenient. It's going to become a threat. Because think about what happened in the House on Wednesday with H.R. 2811, the limit save and growth act growth act now it's gonna go to the senate she not there what makes you think joe manchin won't pull a fast one what makes you think senator kirsten cinema independent from arizona won't pull a fast one so in order to leverage and take their pound of flesh from the democratic caucus all i'm saying she needs to come back. 
She needs to come back. I mean, I know everybody's like, no, she need to resign. That's the, I mean, that's not going to solve the problem because you got to do a special election. And even that is debatable. I'm like, come on now. I mean, like, I'm looking at a picture of her. She looks so frail and thin. It's not even funny. Bless her heart. I mean, I just, I'm like, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I, she was supposed to return in a matter of weeks. It's weeks has turned into two months, three months. I mean, I just, I don't know what to say. She's 89 and she look every bit of 89. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, uh. and look, and she even said, look, I understand that my absence could delay the important work of the Judiciary Committee. For real? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I, I, I yeah, I, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I just, I mean, there's just too much going on and it's taking a heavy toll. And I, the longer that she stays out, the worse it's going to become for the Senate Democratic Caucus. <sighs> yeah. Because you know what? Because she was the one that requested, you know, a temporary replacement. I mean, yeah, okay. But no, come on. Sister Feinstein, you need to come home. You need to come back. You need to come back. Now, remember, Senator John Fetterman just came back. We cannot afford to have many absences within the Senate Democratic Caucus. We can't. We need to continue. Now, look, because the vice president was a tie-breaking vote. But, I mean, my God, right now, there are currently 14 pending judicial nominations. There are 14 judicial nominees who've had hearings but not had a committee vote. She needs to be there. And they ain't going to allow her to vote virtually because that's out the damn window now. Because, you know, remember, COVID's over. We're recording that it's over on May 11th. I mean, even the chairman of the committee has said, and I quote, now this is from a political article from April 12th. Now, Dick Durbin is the head of the Judiciary Committee in the Senate. He says, and I quote, I'm anxious because I can't really have a markup of new judge nominees until she's there, end quote. You see how dire this is? The longer she does not come back to the U.S. Capitol, they're at a standstill. They're at a standstill. They really are. I yeah I just I don't know and you know what okay she's the longest serving woman in the Senate that's nice that's nice but let's see the race to replace her it's already crowded you got House Democratic reps Adam Schiff who actually talked to Senator Feinstein and asked her blessing so to speak to run. Katie Porter and Barbara Lee. Um, I mean, look, please. So listen to this. California is one of the 36 states that allow the governor to appoint a senator to hold the seat until the next regularly scheduled 
statewide election. However, should an appointment happen too close to March 2024, experts say the Senate election could not be consolidated within the primary, with the primary. So that's the cutoff date, March 2024. She needs to resign. So, um, so Governor Newsom can appoint somebody until, you know, general election in 2024. My citizen legislators, this is how our democracy works. This is how the sausage is made. It's not pretty. And the fact that she has not come back in over two and a half months, going on three months, is stopping the work of the Senate Judiciary Committee. It's stopping the work of the Senate Appropriations Committee. It's stopping the work of the Senate Intelligence Committee. We're going to need all hands on deck. And like I said before, do you honestly think the Senate Democratic Caucus can even rely on Senator Joe Manchin or Senator Kristen Sinema? I don't think so. I just don't. She continues to caucus with the Democrats. I don't know why Schumer is allowing her to do it. I mean, you know, she's out for self. She's talked bad about her Democratic colleagues in front of Republican mega donors. She, she, she's, she's telling you who she is. She's a piece of shit. I'm sorry. She is. I'm gonna lay it out there. She just, you know, she thinks that she's independent and she's trying to govern. She's not, she really, she's not. And Joe Manchin, I'm like, West Virginia, how could y'all have reelected him? He not for y'all. He out for his pocketbook. I don't know why y'all keep doing this. And I know there are a lot of, there are a lot of Caucasian people on the other side of the aisle who always ask, why do Black Americans continue to um, vote for the same party? Well, because that party is, is protecting and defending our democracy, and you're not. You want us back in uh, antebellum days. That's what you want. That's what you want. But my citizen legislators, look, I can't make this up. I wanted to do this episode because this is very, very frustrating. And, and it just to give you a glimpse of when you have one member of the Senate that's out, when there is a slim split majority, this is what happens. And it, I mean, look, and this reinforces everybody's vote counts. For those of you that have sat on the sidelines and not voted, you need to vote. You need to vote because we cannot continue to have this type of split in the Senate. We cannot. We need additional Senate nominees to get their votes, get their vote out of committee and go to the floor. Remember, the Senate has the responsibility to advise and consent the president on his nominees, his nominations. And right now that is not happening. It's not. Just think about this. The federal aviation administrator, that post is vacant. They got to vote on that. The FAA reauthorization bill, they're trying to get that done by the end of summer. Railroad safety, so there won't there won't be any more derailments like there was in Palestine, Palatine, Ohio. 
There's we got a lot to do, people. We're in the first session of the 118th Congress. There's a lot to get done. There's a lot of the Biden Harris administration's agenda that needs to be done. It needs to be completed. It cannot until Senator Dianne Feinstein travels back to the nation's capital and vote. I hope and pray that her medical team tells her, gives her the clearance to travel back to DC from San Francisco. I hope it's sooner than later because we cannot continue to wait for her. We cannot. So let's get it done. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm being as respectful as I can and I do apologize for laughing at the beginning, but I got to, you know, fits the giggles. We all do at, at times, but <clears throat> this can't go on. This cannot go on, my citizen legislators. It cannot go on. So I'm not going to belabor the point on this matter. I, I think I've said enough. <laughs> um, I may have said too little. I may have said too much. Or perhaps I've just said enough just to get my point across to just show you how your government is working in real time and what is really, really happening and how it impacts. When there's one member of the Senate that is not there to vote in person, there's an impact that that's, goes beyond the Senate Judiciary Committee. It goes beyond it. So thank you so much for tuning in to Topless Government, the podcast that blows the top off how your government works. I hope that you have a good day. Tune in again and thank you so much. Peace out. Thank you.